0: Hey, guys, it's Clayton from 316 Creative Works. Hey, listen, if you know me, you know that 316 Creative Works exists to partner with artists, businesses, and churches. Uh, One of my good friends is a business guy. It's the Maynard family, and they run a business, and now they're in partnership with us. So that's Precision Door Service. Listen, in case of emergency, I always call Precision Door Service. They are experts in repairing, replacing All your garage doors and overhead doors, they can be reached. they got two numbers. The Indiana side is area code 219-306-8155. Again, 219-306-8155. Now, on the Illinois side, uh, Precision Door Service can be uh, contacted at area code 708-474-6657. The number again is 708-474-6657. You can always get them at precisiongarage door.com. That's precisiongarage door.com. Of course, we'll probably have Justin throw a contact card up there for you so you guys can see it if you're watching this. Again, this is Clayton from 316 Creative Works introducing you to another member of the family, the business of precision door service. Thanks, guys. Thanks for checking us out. Thanks. Come on in. We're saving you a seat at the table. Hey guys, thanks for checking us out again. I am Clayton from uh, 316 Creative Works. This is another 316 podcast. Uh, We're uh, catching up with Greg and Kelly. Um, Yeah, let's thank our favorite people, right? Larry and Sandy, Justin, Esther, uh, Danielle. Uh, thanks guys for being part of the team. Couldn't do it without you. Really, really could not do it without you. Also, I'm so excited to show you guys the new studio as it comes up in just a couple of weeks. Uh, redesigned, reimagined by d Studio Designs, sponsored by my new company, Payrock. So, super excited to show you guys that stuff. So, uh, hey, we're catching up with Greg and Kelly. They were here last time in March. Uh, we did a talking with Greg and a seat at the table with uh, Greg and Kelly, talking about uh life changing life altering events you know they come they come so out of the blue right i know they did for me you're just living life maybe you feel a little weird or wonky maybe you feel it coming but for the most part you just wake up and you have no idea you have no idea that in this moment a loved one is having a heart attack and you don't even know it but they're dying a loved one a mother is getting into a car accident and is right now as we speak, dying. Uh, When my dad fell off the ladder, I I had no idea. I was in a meeting, and I got a a call or text from a friend who said, hey, bro, your dad fell. Um, You wake up, and you feel blue, uh, depressed, sad? I don't know what that feels like.
1: I didn't feel any of those things. I didn't feel sad. I didn't feel blue. I just... The memory of what I had done.
0: Is it guilt? You feel guilty? Do you feel the gravity of it? Yeah. I think
1: just realizing how close and
0: because this one was close, I and mean, you and I have been friends for twenty-five years, and so again, you've you know had two or three attempts. Yeah. This this one was close. Yeah. I mean, this one. It was very. Close. I mean.
1: In the gravity of that. Kind of settled with me. And that's why I reached out and said, um, just pray.
0: Mm-hmm. Did it work?
1: It did. did. prayer
0: prayer just work?
1: Well, it did because then Greg called me. Greg
0: calls you, right? Uncle Uncle Greg, right? Grunkle, we call him. Grunkle. Our friend Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have yeah. to
2: be an uncle? I have to we be have. an older individual. Well,
0: you're kinda of like my grandpa. Uh nah, thank like
2: you. Right. <laughs> Alrighty then. All right.
1: And Thankfully, he was there to call me, Mm -hmm. call me back. and He had a long conversation, and he started to ask me what I was grateful for and um, what I could do for other people that day, and started to help me to reframe the way that I was thinking about things instead of thinking about The upcoming anniversary of having survived a suicide attempt. How about we celebrate the fact that you're alive?
0: Uh, Greg, what's common uh, with life-altering events like a heart attack, even an old pro like you just had your sixth heart attack, oftentimes we get depressed. Did you get depressed after your last heart event?
2: No, I. It was uh, three or four days in the hospital. Back to business as usual. And I noticed a couple of weeks later that, wait a minute, I just had a heart attack. I, you know, almost died in a big way. And I had a flood of emotions. This is after about three weeks, so. Four five weeks later three weeks later it's interesting but i walk every day and i use headphones and i love music as you know but i'm not the lyrics guy that you are um i, I love lyrics i know a lot of them but as i'm walking my miles all i could hear were the lyrics
0: so words have become important. Oh, my
2: God, yeah. Mm. Uh, I mean, songs that I've been listening to a million times all my life, just that's all I heard were these words, these beautiful words. Mm. And it hasn't stopped, you know. Um,
0: you're you're quieter. Uh, is it pen? Is it, I've, I've spent... Dear God, going on nearly three weeks with you now. Uh, it's you know, only sixteen days. We've spent days. some time in Vegas together. We've spent some time in uh, Chicago together. We spent some time at the farmhouse up in Michigan. We've spent a lot of time together these last two and a half weeks. Uh, you're different. Not bad. Different. You're quieter. You're more pensive, pondering. Are you? Are you thinking a lot? Are you uh, just soaking it all in?
2: No, I. You know, Clayton. You know, I. You know, I I knew that you would notice that. I haven't noticed that, but it's, um, I think I have less things to, you know me, I'm a little, um, I worry about things that I shouldn't or that there's no need to worry about. Uh, I'm always a little high-strung, um, but all that just sort of, not that I'm not still high-strung, but I I. Uh, I just don't have as many things to worry worry or think about it anymore it's i mean i'm so i can't believe i'm still here because you, you know?
0: figure after after six heart attacks if god hasn't killed you yet oh. you're <laughs> what's gonna you know something good's uh, coming right i mean you're thinking not like you're superman or or, or unstoppable no. but if no. god's got you here nothing can take you so what do you got to worry about is that what you're, what you're thinking
2: yes Now, again, uh, not that I don't worry about things or or think bad thoughts like anybody else on occasion, but they're just less of them. They just sort of disappeared out of my head.
0: So all things being equal, it's just not as big of a deal as it used to be. Worrying? No, some of the things that you used to worry about just...
2: They do not matter anymore. They don't matter anymore. Right. What matters to me is, you know, you, my friends, my family... Um, the crickets that I hear out there, um, the sun that's coming shining in my face today, um, going home after this most pleasant uh 16 days with you, <laughs> and sometimes in a little too close quarters, but I got over it. I hope you do. Uh, no, no, everything no, seriously, uh, birds, bees, lakes, rivers, you know, fishing, whatever. I'm very happy right now. I don't think. I just don't think like I used to think now. Does that mean that I don't have dark days on occasion? Or, but it's easier. I'll, all I have to do at that point is go back to May 22nd at about 11:30 in the morning, and it's it's everything lights up again. So, so I, I'm I'm I am better than I've been in as long as I can remember
0: not not struggling or wrestling with mental health issues depression it just doesn't seem to be a thing today
2: it is not a thing today mm-hmm. um not that i can't get paint myself into a corner somehow the next few weeks or months ahead but uh i have no reason to uh i don't know that this is not going to happen again tomorrow or the next day or whatever but doesn't matter i know what i have is what i have what god has given me all the time left and this extra bonus time you know up until now it's pretty (laughs) it's uh i'm so grateful i'm so thankful um i see my kids differently i see they i see their the look in their eyes differently they don't notice but i notice when my daughter smiles at me when my granddaughter smiles at me when my dog does that thing that dogs do it, you know it's, it's i see it in a whole different way now so you know am i quiet yes but not because i'm bumming about something it's because you know what do you want to talk about i'm ready but what's go.
0: what's different between this last heart attack and the one or the ones before
2: well that was 12 years ago and i had to get med flighted i was on a bike ride and um Nothing different. I mean, I, you know, I had to get med flighted. I didn't know if I was going to make it to the hospital or not. But And the same doctor happened to be there on a Sunday, which was his day off, and saved me that day again. But the interesting thing is the 12 years that go by, it's amazing. Even at my age, um, you think you're Superman. It, when I had my first heart attack at 39, eh, 39 years old. You know, well, what? And then five more in whatever the next 10 years. Eh, I'm young.
0: Now, it is true that your grandfather died of a heart attack at 45.
2: 45-ish, true. yes, young.
0: So it kind of runs in the family a little bit, right?
2: <sighs> yeah, but it's not like uh, the factor that created uh, this for me. Uh, my, my, I have a genetic issue that I cannot get my um, good cholesterol high enough. My bad cholesterol is off the charts. Good, it doesn't even register in numbers. They tell me, but anyway. So, no, it's not really a hereditary thing. Um, yeah, I think my kids uh, are more aware now that they probably need to get regular checkups and whatnot. But yeah, I mean, I'm great.
0: I'm Kelly. Th- uh, after July, you hit a, you hit a wall. Um, how long did it take you? to feel better, look better, look positive, whatever that feels like?
1: It was that day. It was that day. Because you asked me, what are you going to do now? And I said, I'm going to get out of bed. I'm going to get dressed. I'm going to take on the day. And he said, are you going to
2: I saw the photos from them that afternoon. <laughs> and that, that, that day
1: awesome. I took my son <laughs> to our community YMCA and he was going down the water slide. <laughs> and he was like, Mom, there's lights inside the water slide. So I went down the water slide that yeah, day. You gotta check out the cool lights, right? <laughs> and, um, the way that Greg helped me reframe my thinking was that instead of, you know, this being an anniversary of something sad, I could celebrate being alive. And so I could go down the water slide with my son.
0: So so Greg, post event, uh, you're doing some things to, to be healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Kelly, post event are what do you do to be healthy, stay healthy? Because every day is different, right? Like, Absolutely. Like, Do you take pills? I do. Uh, are they, I don't even know what to call them. Are they psychotics? Are they psycho? Are they, well, what kind of
1: Anti-psychotics.
0: pills? <laughs> Antipsychotics, right? We don't want you psycho, so we want you anti-psycho, right?
1: I do take medication. Um, I see a therapist on a regular basis.
0: So therapist, is that a physical? talk or... therapy. Okay, so that's a psychologist.
1: Nope. That's a therapist. Okay,
0: so there's nothing. There's no...
1: I also see a psychiatrist... I am a psychiatrist, okay. ...who prescribes the medication. Uh-huh. Um, and I have a group for... that I meet with for my eating disorder. So there's a lot of um, support systems that I have in place for my mental health to keep...
0: Is it a cocktail of medicine? Like you take one for this, and then another thing for this, and then you could take a third one to offset the side effects of what you just took. It
1: is, and we have. Um, we I have talked about looking into a more holistic approach, but honoring my husband's request and wisdom, because my decisions got me last July. We're gonna wait till I have a full year sober, which will be November twenty third. Sober from alcohol. Sober from alcohol. So drugs
0: really isn't your thing.
1: Drugs are not
0: my thing. Uh, you, you have a you have an eating disorder. I have an eating disorder. And you are an alcoholic.
1: I'm an alcoholic and so, a bipolar.
0: Okay, so bipolar two, anorexia, alcoholism. Yes. With a with a dash of suicidal ideology. I'd be a psychologist. <laughs> not really. <laughs> so don't do there. Uh, so the, the the meds that you're on is it to is it for brain chemicals to make you feel
1: some of it is right. Some of it is.
0: Um, and do they help you to not
1: feel? No. Um, some of it. <laughs> what I take is a selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor, so your body releases serotonin to make and then you reabsorb it, this stops you from reabsorbing too much of it. So you just feel normal.
0: Okay. So you're thinking as you sit here today, you must be feeling how you, you assume I feel. Yeah. As a normal feeling yes. person. Yes. Okay. So sad things would make me sad. Happy things would make yeah. me happy. Joy feels like joy, anger feels like anger. I mean,
1: I think we went through the gamut of emotions today, talking through this stuff. I cry, I laugh, all the things. I'm not like zombified.
0: Yeah. Or you're not too over the top. I mean, we've seen that before, right? Where you're overly, sometimes you're overly weepy, sometimes you're overly, you
1: know, you're... Excited. Right. You're bouncing off the
0: wall. Um, Is it it a, um, a trial and error of a couple of these mixed with a couple of these mixed with a dash of that? Have you found your perfect mix of medicinal things?
1: No, No. and I'm okay with it.
0: Do you think that will ever happen?
1: I don't know. What I do know is I have alcoholism, anorexia, and bipolar. Those are all Chronic and lethal. Um, But I treat them. I treat the symptoms as they come up. And I'm able to manage my life. And I'm hopeful. And today is a good day. And right now, it's working.
0: So it really is one one day at a time.
1: Absolutely.
0: I have a question,
2: Kelly. Yes. You know, uh, at my age uh, and... I have suffered all the reasons you have and do, uh, and not that I'm not that I'm all fixed now. Please know that I struggle. Uh, there are dark things and holes around me all around. I choose not to look at them as closely as I used to. But do you see, as young as you are, do you see someday not taking any medicine? Is that a possibility based on what your doctors are telling, or? Science
1: well, and that is why I want to try a holistic approach because I feel as though With the mental health system set up the way it is. There's not a long-term Goal in place like take these for 30 days and you're done,
2: right? It takes time.
1: It's Just take these But and so I what's the end goal? I would love to wean off several, if not all of them, if that's a possibility. If I need them to be normal and function and to want to live, I will take them.
2: I guess my question is also, do you feel broken so that these medicines are making you normal? And if, and are you afraid that if you do not, or, or that you wean yourself off the medicines, then you might not be normal again. Does that make sense? Or do you feel like these medicines are making you normal and happy and free? And if you didn't take them, you would be sad and really jacked up, messed up person. I mean,
1: I actually feel like I'm at a good balance right now. And so I'm just going to keep doing what my team recommends. And, you know, if it comes to the point where I can wean off of them, great. But if, I need to
2: stay on. Them. That's okay too. Okay, I'm just curious. Yeah. So we okay all
0: too. we all have we all have life-altering events in our life, right? Mm. Um, blood clots, right? Four mm-hmm. blood clots went through my heart and ended up in my lungs. A heart attack. A side of depression, which is pretty good these days. Uh, right? You got some things. I got right? a lot but of things that, that ends up in <laughs> suicidal ideation. Yeah.
2: Are way the, well,
0: the, I, think, I think we all are, right? I mean, Justin's 20. Your messes are coming up, bud, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, your messes are yet to be discovered, Thanks. right? Because you're not perfect. You have problems because you live in this world. You know, your messes are coming up. You know, in your 20s and your 30s, they're going to come. Something, somewhere, somehow, it's not going to be a bed of roses the rest of your life. It will come up. And so for us, some of our messes are, are life-damaging, dangerous. It could be, I mean, it could have been the last time I saw you. It could have been the last time I saw you. It could have been the last time you saw me. You never know when I'm going to throw another blood clot. This could be the last time we're together. It certainly could be the last mm-hmm. time we're in front of a camera talking to, you know, the 316 family. What's What's next? For us, and, and maybe even what's last, and not to be morbid, but if this is it, what do we leave the world with? Hope. Hope. Hope in what?
1: That, um, hope in Christ, mm-hmm. and that's what gets me through.
0: That there is a better tomorrow, there is a better future. So
1: this absolutely, one... and that He's sovereign. Mm-hmm good and he wants good things for me and he has good things in store for me and even if I can't see it.
0: So no matter how sick you are, no matter how sick you become Mm -hmm. and no matter if you're, hopefully not but if your next attempt is the last one God is still God and Jesus is still on the throne and you are still a a believer, a daughter
1: of a holy king. And when I called out to him that day this July, and I said, I need you. Greg picked up the phone and called me. We are the hands and feet. We are the hands and feet, and we can do that for other people. You know, we can be those people.
2: Yeah, that's typically what gets me out of my funk. Mm -hmm. Um, I was just telling you earlier that, and Clayton knows this all too well, that I live alone, my kids are grown, I work from home, so sometimes if it's two or three days that I don't leave my house, I get a little weird and we'll talk about it on the telephone. And But all it takes is to go out to the grocery store or to see a customer or just see anyone and interact and I'm back. So I get it. And, and, and responding to what you said just a minute ago, Clayton, you know, A. How amazing is it that we're even sitting here? <laughs> um, and and the, what I mean is, I didn't know Justin until the last time I was here in March. Mm-hmm. Didn't know he existed, other than what amazing things you told me about him. <laughs> um, I've had the pleasure of knowing you for 18, 19, 20 years. And then, boom, you're doing podcasts. Boom. Mm-hmm. Kelly shows up in March, and bam bity, bam here we all are talking about, you know, your struggles with your health and your stuff, your stuff, my stuff, stuff. but how blessed are we that to Jesus be sitting comes here. That Jesus into this
1: yeah, broken mess. And brought us all and together. Gives us hope.
2: And you know what? Not only did he bring us together, he will keep us together. Absolutely. And I, you know, I will never let you go. I will never let you go. And you, you can count on me. And you know
0: that. Well, I, I know that. And so, so you, you certainly, you, you certainly will leave with the world too, is hope. Absolutely. A, a better tomorrow. God is still on the throne. Yes. He's still in control. Even if He takes us tonight, we're going home, That's and right. the world will continue. In yep. God's sight. Yep.
2: I'm okay. I'm Guys, in a good what place. an honor
0: that you would choose to spend uh, some time with us, the 316 family. Uh, We have been catching up with Greg and Kelly. Uh, I'm Clayton from 316 Creative Works. Thanks for checking us out.